Yo, I'm gassed to be back, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. Seriously, man. And I hope our listeners who have listened in before are gassed to be back too. Welcome back to the Friends Over Foes podcast uh, with your host, Minnie James. And we are joined by our other host, Beach99. Yeah, boy. Beach, X-E-I-X. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Same here, man. Same here. I'm so glad to be back on here, though. It feels like it's just been so long since we've done the last episode. And it's yeah, mad. It's hilarious because usually when people say, oh, it's glad to be back, it's because they've just finished the first season and then they're starting the second one. We've only done one episode. This is our second episode. We've already taken a break from it. It's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like, we did one episode and then we dip for like a whole month and it's just like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and people are like, did it just not work out? Have you guys finished already? And like... No, which is what happened was we did it and then we were like, we'll do another one next week. And then the studios reopened. And obviously, we're going to put our music first. So, of course. Yeah. But oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> our hiatus is over, I promise. We're done. We're done. Like, we're back on it now. Um, we're going to um, be a bit more consistent with the with the podcast episodes and. Get, we'll get more guests on in the future as well, which we're looking forward to. So oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a journey. Yeah, so we want to say that. And we got a lot of things to cover in this episode today, actually. Oh, which I'm yes. looking forward to. Like, yeah. I know I know you got a document list to go through, James. So yeah. if you want to take I think away. we're going to go off document before we go on document. One thing we're quite late on, but we would have been on time if we actually did the second episode on time. It's Bobby Schmurder, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what? We were supposed to mention that in the last episode, but we just <laughs> forgotten to put <laughs> we just forgot to put him back forgot. in. So it's like, you know what? We're gonna include him here now because it's better late yeah. than it. So So the news is he's free. We are very late on that news. We would have been late. on time. Please bear that in mind. We would have been on time, <laughs> but oh well, right? <laughs> but, it is what it is, though. But I, I do, I do have an opinion on Bobby Schmurder, though, because um, I will say, though, like since his release, um, um, since his release, um, in February, like a lot of people have been like asking, "Where's the music at?" Because uh-huh. you know, the, the, because there was a lot of hype surrounding him, um, but when he came out, like his Instagram, his his Instagram page, um, garnered like millions and millions of followers since his release because there was so much hype running around. And yeah. it's, it's been nearly, it's been like over two months now since he's been released. And a lot of people are just like wondering, where's the music? Because if he doesn't release anything now, then his hype's going to die down. But personally, in my opinion, I don't think his hype's died down like at all. Like his hype, his, his, his hype's not as big as it was before, but it's not as like massive as it was back then. Because um, you've you, you got to take into consideration that Bobby has to follow a parole. Um, which he has to do for for the next six years, like exactly. he, he, like he can't drink or he can't do any of those like um, explicit activities whilst he's out because he has to remain on parole for until twenty twenty six, from what I read. So, yeah. and if he wants, and he can't go over to you know um, other artists' um, studios and record late at night because he he has to be um, um, uh, he has a parole until eight o'clock. Oh, he's got like a curfew. Yeah, yeah, curfew. Okay. It's understandable. Yeah, definitely. And 
How long was he locked up for again? He was, I think he was arrested in 2015. Um, yeah, so he was locked up for six years and then, and then he got out. So after two months of this guy being free and trying to live his life for the first time in however many years, after two months, people are like, where's the music? I feel like you've got to let the guy live. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you got to take into consideration is that Bobby is, is trying to adapt to the new new world that he's come out to. Do you With know what I mean? Because, as well. Yeah, and then 2014 to 2015 period that he was living in is a lot different to the world today. Like, like the music's changed, like, like everything around him's changed. So he's got to like adapt to it. So a lot yeah. of people don't take, take thoughts that he's probably trying to, you know, adapt his music to, you know, today's, today's sound that we listen to on the radio yeah. or, or anywhere. So that's another thing that you got to think about. This is, uh, this is one of those things, isn't it? Cause if you're a fan of him, uh, like say, cause I know you're a big fan of Kendrick. Oh, absolutely. So when after every album, he hasn't been locked up or anything. He's just constantly been working on music and improving his style and improving all of his skills to do with music. Whereas Bobby, it's going to be like a huge break. So he's he may have lost some of the skills. He may have gained some of the lyricism because he might have been writing in jail. Who knows? Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know what people want. Do they want the Bobby Schmurder from when he was arrested? Or like a new, profound, more modern version. Because to get that, he's going to have to analyze other artists and take notes and manifest it before he actually releases anything anyway. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with you there. Because like like when you mentioned with Kendrick, like he, he, he releases an album like every three, four years. But it's been it's been about three years since he released his last album, Damn. But the difference between Kendrick and any other artists that we got in today's industry is that he takes his time to make good music. Other artists, I think that's important. Yeah, other artists like let's say the Migos, like 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 they just hop in the studio, they go in the booth, and and then they just freestyle them every ten, ten minutes, and then they just move on to the next one. Yeah. So so they just like you know rush album, rush songs out, and rush albums out sort of thing yeah. and a lot of people like to label that as like the fast food of music fully agree honestly fully agree it's easily digestible it's easily digestible music so a lot of people you know will consume it do you know when they press it out because when yeah. people see an album from the Migos or an album from you know Kodak Black it's like oh yo 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 Kodak released a new album let's hear it and then you know it's just it's just all like you know the same the same crap that you hear yeah Exactly. It's like um, Kanye and Quadeca, and it's weird putting them both in the same box, but <laughs> a thing without, like, with an artist, if they tweet out saying, I'm not dropping the album just yet anymore, I'm pushing it back to a later date because i got to work on it more. For me, that's like, also, it's going to be even better than we thought. This is, I think that's a really, I don't know if that's a, a little strategy to market it a little bit better. But for me, that's like, oh, I've got to really listen to this thing. So really try it. Mm. Like Kordeka, he, he pushed it back like a whole year, I think. And was it Kanye's last album? Didn't he like push it back like five different times as well? I think he did, you know, because I remember that. Um, or, or what was it? Um, is it Yandy? Was it? Yeah. I, I was, was it the Blue Disc one? I'm really... 
bad with Kanye albums, I'm not going to lie. Um, the, 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 G- are you going um, about the gospel album that he released? I think so. I think he pushed it back like five different times. Or does he do it a lot with his albums? I think he tends to do it with a lot of his albums because, um, <laughs> was it Yandy? I think it was that he was supposed to release. Like, he's pushed that back so many times and it's just like, it's so... Yeah. Oh, so it's Jesus is King that I'm thinking of. Oh, Jesus is King, that's it. Yeah. I remember him pu- pu- pushing it back quite a lot. And for me, that was like, okay, so he's... I think that shows a lot of fans that he's not just like willy-nilly, this'll do, that'll do, looking off that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do with my album as well. I'm trying to... I haven't released music in like 10 months because I'm trying so hard to make it better, like the best music I've ever made. And I'm learning that from like these other artists like Kendrick, mm-hmm. Cole, Kanye. Even if I'm not a proper fan of these artists, I respect the whole pushing it back, making sure it's as good as it can get. Oh, 100% though. Like that, that, that shows a lot of people that, that you're dedicating yourself to, you know, making good music and you want to make sure that it can last in the long run. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think uh, one artist that I'm going to call out, um, Trippy Red. That last album, was it, I can't remember, was it the uh, oh. Pegasus versus Neon Shark yeah. or something? Yeah, that album there. What, the, sorry, but I, I couldn't sit through the, the album because of the track list. How long was it? It was like, it's 30, like 32 tracks or something like that. Yeah. And for me, like, even if they're good, I feel like, I don't know, with Trippy's past record, like, he had, like, certain songs, like, Fuck Love With X, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really know a trippy song by him that I'm like, I'll play that at a party, play it, put it on, repeat it, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, I couldn't get through it. Like, even the first five, it just sounded like, they all just sound like filler tracks. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Like, that'll do, get a trap beat, do some melodic stuff on a chorus, talk about random stuff, put it out. Please don't come at me if you're a Trippy fan, by the way. <laughs> I just want to... It's not just Trippy. Like, uh, oh, I don't want to say this. I really don't want to say this because I lo- I respect the artist so much. But I'm going to say it. Juice World. You know, with his last album, is it Legends Never Die? Yeah. Because a lot of it is just, like, songs that he made before he died and, like, freestyle, like... Because I heard that he just gets in the mood, freestyles to a beat, done, and he does like four different songs in an hour. Okay. Which is unbelievable because Juice World is amazing at freestyling. And I'm not, I'm trying so hard just to like, but if you just like talk about random stuff all the time, it's not, there's not as much, what is it? And uh, glue behind it. Like his album, is it Goodbye and Good Riddance? Yeah. The whole idea behind that, it was kind of like a story of how he missed his ex and then he's like started to do better and then his ex heard him on the radio and then she's like, oh my God, come back. And he's like, hell no, I've grown. I've grown into a better person. Whereas last album was literally, I mean, I guess it was like a greatest hits that you you haven't heard before kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's just, I prefer albums with a bit of, I don't know what the... texture to it do you know what i mean yeah it has like a backbone to it yeah i genuinely feel like if juice world was still alive and he was going to release an album it would be not 
so much better because the songs themselves, don't get me wrong, they're actually insane how good they are to say he's just jumped in the studio, freestyled a bit and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I feel like if he was still alive and he was like being like that song would work because of this and that and I feel like it would work so much better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. And that's so hard not to be disrespectful. Nah, nah, listen, man, you're all good though. Because like, um, think about like Eminem when he wanted to collaborate with Juice. Like, he, yeah, um, he mentioned in the interview that he did last year um, about uh, about um, the freestyle that um, he did with Tim Westwood, and that oh, was yeah. one of the reasons why M wanted to collab with Juice and that because he did it because he saw how talented um, he was at, uh, yeah. as an artist. And uh, do you know what I mean? And he was so young as well. And it was unfortunate with what happened to him um, in, yeah. uh, when he passed away. Because, you know what I mean? Like, the news broke, um, you know, um, the hip-hop industry and music. So, yeah. so it's just like, you know, um, I understand where you're coming from with Juice and that. Um, but with Trippy Red as well, yeah, um, his last album, um, his latest one, it's just that, yeah, I couldn't listen to all of it. And, and you know he released the deluxe version of it as well, where it has an additional yeah. 30 tracks or something like that. So in Wait, total... What? Yeah. Yeah, he released a deluxe to to an album that already has enough tracks. Do you know what it was called? Was it Pegasus? Yeah, I think it's just Pegasus Deluxe. Is what it was called. Because if you look that up, he literally releases just a a, a twenty additional tracks on there. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why do you need to do that? But don't get me wrong, Trippy is he's he's sick with the melodies. Like, you, yeah, know, you know what I mean? Totally like, agree. like, I'm not going to undispute that, but I, I, I don't oh know if it, if, it would, if it were the label's choice to release the project with that many track lists or mm. if it was like himself or his management or, or whoever. But either way, I, I thought that was like a, a bad move on their part. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pegasus neon shark versus pegasus presented by travis barker in brackets deluxe i mean the album cover is insanely awesome i'm not going to deny that mm-hmm. but it's 40 tracks long what <laughs> that's insane you see what i mean there are some there's some great features <laughs> lil mosey no <laughs> <laughs> i just thought i was like oh no uh machine gun kelly yeah there's like loads of great I mean, yeah, I'm sure if he released them, like, I mean, what, that's 40, that's like, oh, math. That's like five, at least five different EPs he could have done. 100% that. And also, you got to take into consideration of how many tracks these artists record, because, um, yeah. you, you know, when, when Juice World passed, um, reports came out saying that he had over 2,000 recorded songs, didn't he? In the vault, yeah. So it's insane. So, so, so the, that's like tens and tens of albums or EPs exactly. worth of tracks that you could put on there. Yes, and we, dear fellow, should we call them friends? Because I feel like friends are the foes. Dear friends, please don't turn into foes. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I do respect Trippy Red. I actually do like a lot of songs he's featured on. I know that doesn't really help my case. Like a. Uh, one one from the Kyle recent Kyle album, I think it's called uh, "Forget About Me." His feature on that is insane. His vocals, I like his feature on Machine Gun Kelly's "Candy." If that helps, so I, I do. I do know of Trippy Red. Actually, to be fair, he has a song called "The Grinch" that I like. All right, 
but I don't listen to it like religiously, so I can't really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, and um, deluxe albums are like I'm not really a big fan of it, especially no. like um, the the main trends tend to start uh, with Uzi last year when he released uh, the Eternal Take Deluxe. Uh, Wait, he released a deluxe for that? Yeah, a, um, Louis Vert versus The World 2. It, it was technically um, a deluxe for Eternal Take. And then after when that happened, other artists started following oh, along, yeah. like Nav, for example, Lil Baby. They, they released yeah. deluxes for theirs last year. And, you know, a lot of people Gee. were were getting sick of this um, this deluxe album trend because a lot of people were seeing it as like a, 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 as a way just to boost them, um, you know, streams. And that because obviously the more streams that they get and the more playtime, then you know the more revenue and that they're going to generate and they're going to exactly. push them higher in the algorithm for you know streaming services. It's all about money in it, really, which is a shame. Because I feel like a lot of these albums are like you know we'll take five songs out and then release that and then we'll save those five songs for the deluxe. Which, in respect, it is a clever way, but I, I don't know. I think it's a bit disrespectful to the music side of things. Yeah, definitely, though. Like, it's just a slap in the face to those who just take their time to make good music. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, uh, I don't know. i got to point this out now. For people, for listeners, if we're, gonna, we're working very hard on our joint EP, Below Grafters. So, Brandon, now we've said all this, we have to make it, like, really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Cause, no, definitely. Because, you know, when people watch reaction channels that also make music and they're like, all right, you think that about my artist that I like? Let's listen to your music and judge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got to be we've got, we've got to bring it. No, 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 no. But we are working extremely hard on our EP, and also James is working hard on his album as well. So we, we yeah. have a lot to um, get on with, and I, 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 I'm, we're independent artists, so so we are doing a lot to work with. So yeah, you know, time will tell, and you know, it'll be worth it when when it comes though, because I'm getting I'm this. <laughs> I'm expecting now. I release my album, and people are like. Oh, this this track list is like fifteen tracks long. It's fifteen tracks too long. Trippy Red wiped the floor with all of his songs on his forty long album. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm just joking around. Oh my god! No, oh, like... no disrespect to the Trippy fans or the Juice World fans. I'm oh, a Juice no. World fan. I I bought Death Race for Love on CD. Oh yeah. So yeah, big respect to all of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Respect I mean, to all the reasons though, but also though, I don't think it's their fault um, purely because no. it, it, it has to do with the, the, the labels, the management. Like, oh my God, yeah. I hate labels so much. If there's a label watching, don't be controlling. <laughs> <laughs> don't be controlling. Not that he's going to listen to a little five foot five kid. <laughs> oh boy, oh man. <laughs> this is just turning into a big rant now. Yeah, I mean, it's what we do best, isn't it? If this was happening in like a normal car, we'd be like, save it for the podcast. We have to do that. <laughs> anyway, um, in other news, George Floyd. Yeah. I have a lot to say on this, I'm not going to lie. Same here, though. same. <laughs> I want to first off say I'm very happy with the outcome, but I think a lot of things are showing in the media. I'm speaking for my... Um, 
race is that the way to put it i'm trying to i'm really trying to be like not disrespect anyone do you know what i'm saying that's okay. a very careful subject but um with a lot of people that have oh, fuck, is it caucasian is that the right term yeah that's right um i've noticed a lot of them are like tweeting out well, at the time, they were tweeting out saying, oh, this is great, I'm so happy, da-da-da. But I noticed a lot of people that have, um, best way to put this, experienced police brutality and stuff on social media have been tweeting out positive things about it. But obviously, for them, it's like, this happens all the time for white people. This They always get justice, whereas, you know, mm. they don't. And it's, I mean... It's worth celebrating, but it's not like changing anything at the moment. It's just something that should have been happening for years now. Of course. And it's taken a year when we've had the clear footage of the guy being killed. And, and, I, and I also hate the fact that they're always saying allegedly that Derek Chauvin, you know, knelt his neck on George and knelt yeah. his knee on George. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh my God. There, was, there was clear footage there of him doing it. And how are you going to say it allegedly when, you know, his face is on there? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, did you hear about the case on how they were defending him? Saying that, oh, he was intoxicated or something. I'm like, what? So? Why, why does that matter? That's like a, so? What? Do you know what I mean? That's so inexcusable. It, it's, it's but, just makes me laugh. It's like with, um, is it rape cases where I've, I've seen a lot of these where like there's quotes taken from the judges and then they're like, oh, but what outfit were they wearing or were they drunk? Like that doesn't matter. If they said no or they didn't say yes, that's a no. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's just, is it, it's discriminative. It's just, it's just disrespectful altogether to the victims, especially. It, it makes me sick seeing someone of such high power try to use their power to make, like, not. I'm trying so. I'm trying so hard. Um, use their power for evil and to like big themselves up and not help others. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so wrong, and I feel like this. This should be something done if they see a judge and they're like making stupid opinions. I'll say it just like, you know, like the whole, um, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, but if the if it's so obvious to the fact where it's like, you're obviously not taking this case seriously, their career should be reevaluated. Oh, absolutely. Because they need to think about, you know, what they're dealing with. Yeah. It's like, it's not like working at a pizza place. It's not like, oh, you mess up, you give them pepperoni to the margarita, so what? They can just take pepper the pepperoni off whereas this is it's like there was a guy that got in prison for like was it like 20 years just because he was like he stole a jumper or something really yeah i can't remember i can't remember if that's true it was something something it was like a petty crime but then there's like people like who who is it one of it was like two of the cops that killed Breonna Taylor that only got they got like let off or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So it's like this guy. I want to say um, he was African American as well. So it was like a petty crime. I think he like stole something or something little, and he got I think it was like nineteen years or something. 
Uh, and then there's these people that actually killed someone who was asleep, unprovoked, and they get off on it. And it's like, oh. What is the justice system, do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, the, the, the justice system is completely corrupt that way. Yeah. Because how are you going to let them off that way? Like, you know, when someone was just sleeping in their own house and then and then it, get, it gets break into and then they just exactly. lose their lives like that. You know what I mean? And then they're all like, don't riot. But it's like, what, do you want, us to like not, do you want them to not sleep as well? Oh, I don't know. It's just... Oh. But yeah, I will say though about this uh, about this Derek Chauvin um, trial that that's um, I think it's been concluded now. So so he's so he's faced so he's facing forty years in prison now for second degree murder, up to twenty five for third degree murder, and ten years for the second degree manslaughter. So altogether, when you add that up, though, so it's like over 70, 70 years that he's facing, which um, you know. Exactly. It, 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 it's a good. It's a good step in the right direction for you know um for, for, for you know getting justice served and that. And also um George Floyd's family um the dead. I think they're given is it nearly thirty million dollars. Um, I, I think I think it's nearly thirty million dollars that they're all getting for this whole like um this whole thing that's going on surrounding the family yeah. because it's just it's just sad, man. And you got to think about as well the protests are still going on. But obviously, the, um, the protests are not getting covered by the media because they all want to portray a different, you know, agenda. Yeah, I've got a question for you related to that, actually. Okay. Um, do you think that they convicted Derek Chauvin so the riots wouldn't get worse, or do you think they actually did it because they wanted justice? Deb, I oh, see. This is a difficult one. Yeah. But my mind is going that they probably convicted him just so you know the riots wouldn't like outburst any further. But then again, yeah, can, you, can you imagine how bad it would be if they were like, Yeah, he isn't he isn't guilty. Nah, yeah, he's guilty. Let him go. Like riots would it would outburst all over the states. Yeah. Cause I remember I remember seeing the riots in LA, like the riots were huge. Yeah, like you could saw people, you know, protesting down, um, protesting down in Hollywood, and the and they were going down, um, downtown LA and everything, and it was it was absolutely mad. Yeah, it's just that's it. Like, cause I think that's one of the reasons why not a lot of people are celebrating this is because they're like, well, maybe that's the reason he was convicted, not because he was actually guilty. It's a terrifying thought. Twenty twenty one, we should be like. Equality, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to ask you as well, how's this year going for you compared to last year? Do you think this year is going to be, is a lot better so far than it is to last year? Uh, I personally think so. Yeah. Um, For me personally, I think my mental health is a lot better than it was in lockdown first couple of times. Yeah. I mean, actually, in first lockdown, it was all right because there was that whole illusion that this was only going to last for three weeks and we'll be out soon. Okay. Which, looking back, is so irritating. I know. <laughs> it really is. See you in three weeks, mate. See you in a year and a half. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say mental health is a lot better. Personally, I'm not... Because I know a lot of people are really struggling with it, and I think that's really important to address. Absolutely. And please bear in mind, um, 
at Friends Over Foes Podcast on Instagram and at The Little Grafters and also at Beach99, spell X-E-I-X, and at mini.james on Instagram. All of our DMs are open if you're struggling. And uh, I think the charities are like Mind and, what was it, 116123. Because mm-hmm. we talk about this in Fallen, which is a, an unreleased song between me and Brandon, where we discuss... Uh, in both of our verses, we talk about how people just feel so alone, and they just and we talk about saying our DMs are open if anyone needs to talk or just chat or anything. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's very important we address that because we, me and you both know how bad lockdown can be for mental health. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because um, we, we we have uh, talked about this um, before. And, um, on our pages as well about that you know yeah. it, it, if you're feeling all alone and you need someone to speak with we're here for you and just know that there is always someone that you can talk to it, it, even yeah. if you don't feel like there's no one because there always there always is someone out there to come talk to you and help you and try and you know get you in the right state yeah and this can even cause for like because there's some people that feel that they're not the people they need to concentrate on because all of their friends are suffering and they don't know it but they're taking all the weight on their shoulders so if that's happening to you as well also feel free to message us and just chat we're, we're open we're happy mm-hmm. to help um but anyway shall we move on to a more positive more positive subject now oh, actually i wanted to talk about the anti-lockdown protests that have been going on recently have you been looking? Have you been looking gotcha. Like, <laughs> like there was anti-lockdown um, protests going on in High Park, and uh, and and there was one that happened a couple of weeks ago in Leeds, actually, just down in the um, town hall. So really? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have just been like um, protesting against um, um, lockdown, and, uh, and they were just like going against the government. So, what are your thoughts on those? Because a lot of people there's so many mixed opinions on this subject that it can be a quite um, controversial topic to talk about see this is the thing in it the people that are controlling the government with stuff like that personally i do think i mean they could be doing better personally this is all just a personal preference um but i think somewhat compared to like other countries i think we're doing quite well but with that whole come out of lockdown and stuff, because you know we've just been talking about mental health with lockdown, so there's obviously people want to feel free to walk out, do things to take their mind off of the negative aspects of their life, which is a very strong point that the government to take more care into. Either if we want to stay in lockdown, they should still listen and like set up an extra call line or something for nhs yeah absolutely i don't know like you know how um when people go into stars they have um they're like is it exempt or something basically saying that they can't wear a mask because of medical purposes i feel like there should be certain uh places like arcades or something where people that are suffering with uh, depression or 
anxiety or just anything to do with mental health. Uh, there should be certain places that they, they're allowed to go. So I don't know if that's been thought about before. Mm-hmm. But I think it's quite important, especially because a lot of teenagers, because they, uh, they're growing, their brain's still growing. Um, and they're also going through all these emotions with tests and coursework and whether they're at school or not. Or, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And who knows? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Skins before. I've heard about it, but I don't really like... Look it's set in, like, British college. And uh, each episode, there's, like, a friend group, and each episode is, like, focused on one character at a time, saying, like, oh, this person suffers with depression and she hears voices, and then next one is, like, oh, he feels alone, but he takes the piss out of people to make himself feel better. It's all, like, what they all go through and what they do, and so it's all just, like, oh, my God. But, um, yeah, it's they should, like, take mental health more into consideration. Because I know there's a lot of people that don't suffer with mental health, and obviously mental health is very hard to understand when you don't, you know, you never had it. So a lot of people that are coming out being like, oh, you can stay in, it's fine, just be happy. They don't, they don't understand. So do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like... That is a very important thing to consider. Definitely, because what you just said there is a valid point altogether when you wrap it up, because because the the majority of the people that don't suffer from mental health don't know what it's like to suffer with mental health because they they don't understand that from our perspective. So it's just like, you know, it's it's, it's as simple to them for them to say, oh, just be happy and get on with life. But yeah, they don't exactly. they, they don't know the layers underneath it of what, what comes with it because all of us all of us have, have family or friends that, that suffer with mental health and and yeah. you know what I mean? Like it all it all it affects us in a certain way, whether you have it or not. Like there's gonna be someone um close to you that's gonna have it. And you know, you need to find a way to be able to branch into that and be able to understand, you know, what's what's going yeah. on in their minds and how you can, you know, tap into them and try and, you know, get them the help that they need. So yeah. that's definitely... And respect it and just... Because uh, I, I have a lot of friends that have, like, PTSD and stuff like that. And I, I've, I don't have that. But I try my best to understand it, but no matter how much I try and understand it... I won't understand it as much as someone that has had it. No. Or has it. But I think that's quite important to take in. Yeah. Because um, I think, especially with lockdown and, like, if for the people that have lost their jobs or not being able to see friends as much or just being stuck inside, all you're done is just inside on your own with your own thoughts. So you have so much more time to think about things. And that's where a lot of people have been overthinking. Especially me, I've done it so many times recently, but I've started to realize that a lot of these thoughts are just, in a way, fake, Mm. like exaggerated. So I think when it comes to stuff like this, everyone are like, oh, shut up, stop protesting, this is stupid. I think that they just think the protesters are saying, COVID's fake, it's not real, just carry on with life and pretend it isn't there 
Whereas I think a lot of the people that actually are protesting this, it's actually because of their mental health is in such a poor place. I think that's the main part of it as well. Yeah. That that, that goes into it because, like you mentioned about the people that were saying that, oh, COVID's fake and all that, you know, it's all a hoax. But then that COVID is as is, is real as it gets. And, and, and I can tell you that because I've, I've had yes. it myself. So... <laughs> I can I can yes. tell you what it's what yeah. it feels like and what the whole the whole procedure was. Yeah, do you wanna talk about that? Do you wanna start off with like how you figured out it was COVID, what it felt like and like the recovery just like step by step? Yeah, yeah. So it started back in this was in January. Um to, it, it was just starting off and um, um Boris just announced that the UK is going into another national lockdown. And, oh God, yeah. and it was just a week after that happened, like the whole, the whole country was shut down completely. So um, after that moment, my mum wasn't feeling well um, one day. Yeah. So she, she asked if, if she wanted to borrow, my, if she can borrow my laptop so she could do um, her, uh, her coursework at home. So yeah. that at that point, she wasn't feeling well. So what I decided to do was I decided to go and get a COVID um, home test kit so so she could yeah. take it. I, d- I decided to get one myself just in case. So yeah. we, we both got the test done at home and then I sent it off. And then the next day, I, I got the results back and then it just said that we tested positive for, for, for COVID. And then the next thing, I, I, I was just in bed. I couldn't, you, you know, you just couldn't feel like you can't move out of bed. Like you, yeah. feel, you feel weak, like you just, drain of your energy that's what it felt like and like your it. muscles aching that yeah and so i couldn't move out of my bed my mum was dying in bed like i had to you know like before before i even knew i had covid like my mum was just in bed for a few days so i had to go and Jeez. go around the house get bring her up some food and do things do things around the house for her and can i just um <clears throat> cut in for a sec i just want to point out i know brandon very well he is one of the healthiest people I've ever met. Uh, eats healthy, drinks water, does a lot of exercise. So when you came to me telling me that you have like this effect with COVID, that scared me. I'm not gonna lie, knowing how healthy you are. I didn't want to say anything to anyone at the time because, like, I told you a few, a couple of weeks after when I still had it. Yeah, like, I was the last one to still have it. So I had to like self-isolate myself in my room. I couldn't just go yeah. around the house anytime I want. The only time I could really go around the house is when I let like my mum know or my sister know when I'm going yeah. when I'm going to a certain area in the house just so I can, you know, make some food or watch TV or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So 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 whenever I'm finished with that, you all I always had to um, you know, I always had to disinfect um things that I touch, like the door handle, the bars and everything like that. I had to make sure that it's all disinfected so I don't pass it on. So after that happened, it was just, oh, but but I will say though that I just I was just weak of energy. I couldn't move out of bed. And my breathing, it was painful to breathe because it felt like I was breathing in too much air and that my nostrils were burning. That's what it felt like. Jeez. It felt like it felt like my nostrils were just were open, and it was just still burning me. And then I lost my sense of taste. I couldn't really taste. Oh, I couldn't, yeah, 
that 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 lasted for a few days though. So I've heard that that was one of the worst side effects because you can't even enjoy food or drink or anything. No, you really couldn't though. Like, it doesn't like I tried to eat some food and like I wasn't eating I wasn't eating that much that time as well. Like I didn't really want to eat much food because I just I just yeah. didn't want to. Like, like neither did my mum, my sister, or anything like that. Like, we were all shocked when we found out that we all um, tested positive. So I was thinking, where did I get it from? I was like, it must be from my mum because she was the first one that I identified as not being well because she was in bed. Yeah. So I was just thinking, she must have got it from work or she must have got it from somewhere where she was going out. And she did mention that she did go to a supermarket at that, yeah. at, at that point. Um, before um, she had it, so she, she so we're still uncertain when she had it, but she did say um, at a workplace that they have a strict um, policy that they follow to, and to make sure that everyone's all like you know um, wearing masks and um, when they need to and they're all has sanitized and everything. So there's no way that she could have got it at work, but we don't know. So yeah, so I was just like um, so so I, I had COVID altogether for about, i say, three to nearly four weeks. So, really? Yeah, yeah. so it was like nearly a month of me having that. So everyone else was, was clear um, because um, every week we had, to, we had to get a test done. And um, the third test that we got done, um, my mum tested negative and I was still positive. So I had to do two more tests until, uh, two more tests until I was tested negative. And then that's when that all cleared up. Which was it was a mental experience though, because like my mum, she said it was the worst thing that she's ever had. Like she couldn't really? yeah, yeah, she couldn't do anything. Like she felt like she was like useless. She couldn't move or anything. Breathing was Gosh. bad. Like 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 she hadn't we we're having contagious cough and everything. Like yeah. yeah. So so after that happened. We was out of it, and we was all yeah, we was all good after that. But that whole experience, uh, <laughs> we don't know. We don't yeah. want to go through that again because we couldn't go anywhere. It just it scared me a lot though, because I thought with COVID, with someone like you who's as healthy as you are, as active, as energetic and stuff, I thought I wouldn't have much of a toll on you. But when you were like, "Oh, I've been bedbound for like two weeks, not being able to move." struggling to breathe i was like yeah this is this is real not that i didn't think it was real but you know like, this is this is yeah this is like this is a it's not like a common cold it's summer effects but just amped up a little bit and it's just that's what i'm saying though my mum thought she had a cold before we had the testings done a few days later yeah. because uh and because the symptoms that she were she were getting it felt like it was a uh, just a common a common flu that she had but yeah. when we got the results back from the NHS and then it said positive, then yeah, it was just like that. And then and then and then that's when it started to t- take a toll on us. God. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh it's not fun. <laughs> it's not though. Yeah. But so I just want to say um to those out there who um have doubt that COVID is um, a hoax and that it's not. It, it's as real as it gets. <laughs> because it, I, I've had it and you can take my word yeah. if you if you like. Either like if you still think it's a hoax, then you know, um, you go on with your mind. Um, but I, I will just say that yeah. it's as real as it gets. So, so but I will say though as well, is that um that like this vaccine program that they're running at the moment is the reason that we're all getting out of this lockdown. Because if it weren't yeah. for this vaccine, 
program that's going on, we will still be in lockdown regardless. I've heard that um, they've been doing research on COVID since before it actually became known that COVID was a threat, is what I've heard. Yeah. So like they've been like, oh, COVID could be a possible thing in the future. Let's get some research so if it does happen, we can properly do this cure. And So I've, I've heard it's been a long time coming. So if they had to start research as soon as COVID came out, then it would have like another year or two mm-hmm. in lockdown. Yeah. Bear in mind, this is just what I've heard. This isn't, I'm not a scientist or anything. I'm just a little rapper. Uh, <laughs> but yeah um, what do you think of the anti-vaxxers I'm still having thoughts about it you know I haven't really come to a final conclusion on it because I know yeah. there's a lot of like speculations going on that I just uh, honestly honestly I don't even know what to say about it like I'm just hoping that you know because a lot of people are just putting a lot of like scare tactics on other people, you know, into like, yeah. taking it and that, and they're thinking, oh, the vaccine's gonna include this and it's going to decrease your decrease your life expectancy by ten years, or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but if you get COVID, that could like decrease your life expectancy by, do you know, you could die in like a month. Yeah, but but it also plays into factor that you know if you have um, other health issues like diabetes or anything like that then Very that, true. That, that, that that can that can play a big part as well because i know that a lot of people that have those like health issues um are at higher risk of them um, you know dying from covid yeah i actually saw a tweet on twitter really a tweet on, uh, obviously a tweet is on never mind uh i saw a tweet on twitter and it was this guy, and he was like, he retweeted something about the anti-vax, saying like, "I'm not a real doctor. I, I'm I'm not a doctor or any way of like being in medicine. But I think it's a good like I recommend getting the vaccine. And do you know who Ken Jong is? Yeah, yeah. He for those people for the people that don't know, he played Senor Chang in Community and. The guy from Hangover, I've forgotten his name now. Do you remember what his name is in Hangover? I can't remember, you know, because it's been a while since I've seen it, innit? He's the guy with the monkey, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, before he was an actor, he was actually a doctor. So he retweeted that saying, I have like a degree or whatever. Okay. I recommend taking it. So there's also that to think about. He's very pro-vaccine. Mm-hmm. And he's actually had experience in it and stuff. So, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's good. Yeah. So a lot of people can take that into consideration. But um, yeah. what I'm going to say as well is that, have you heard that um, th- th- that Prince Philip has a yacht made under his name, which will cost him about £200 million? Pounds? Really? Yeah. It, it, this just came out today. <laughs> Prince Philip uh, has a yacht under his name in honor in in, in his honor. <laughs> so I, a lot of people are are talking about this, and I, I don't know. It's just why are you going to spend two hundred million million dollars on a yacht um, for Prince Philip? It's just baffling because it's not like he's going to be on it. 
I just in thought, the most respectful way. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's just like it, it, that money could be going to something else a lot better than just yeah. a, a yacht. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like, you could be funding school meals. You you could be helping the homelesses. You could be donating. To, you know what I mean? You could be um, sending out more food and supplies out to those who need it. You know what I mean? Like that money could be going elsewhere. But the government's like. No, <laughs> two hundred million dollars on a yacht for Prince Philip. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good. I've just realised this. Uh, this uh, episode is quite um, a serious, discuss political views kind of episode. I know it's crazy. You know, I didn't really think it would make, make that turn. Like we discussed mental health. We we discussed um, COVID, the vaccines. Um, jeez, man. Yeah, just a lot of lot of things. And we've still got a couple of things to go through. Oh boy. I don't even know what the list list is, so you you just gonna have to say it away, man, because <laughs> Alright. Final serious topic. The one, the only, the man who felt like a man, Lil Mosey. Oh, God. oh no. I have to take the piss out of his freestyle, it's oh, hilarious. God. <laughs> Yeah. Why are you doing him like that, man? Why are you doing him like that? Bro, he's been... He's, basically, for those people who don't know, wait, how, what was the song that made Lil Mosey famous? I've been trying to think about this. I have no idea. Um, oh, I need to look this up, though, because I, I don't really listen to Lil Mosey like that. Because I know he had a big song that was like Blueberry Fargo or something. Yeah, Blueberry yeah, Fargo. 260 Fargo. million views on Lyrical Lemonade. But... That was like recently. What was his actual? Was it um, two years ago? Noticed. Noticed. Might be that one. I have no idea. But basically, for those that don't know, he's been accused of rape, right? Yeah. Didn't he like run though? I heard he went on the run. Did he run? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I heard they were like, he was wanted or something. All right. Swear down, I swear down, he was like, yeah. This... I think he's pled not guilty, Annie. At the moment. Wait, who was it? Was it Kodak Black that pled guilty to sexual assault as well? Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Another thing popped up for him, didn't he? So he could be potentially sent back after he got, after he got pardoned by the president. Could you imagine if he got sent back? I mean, like, how many months has he been out for? Like four months since he got pardoned by Trump? Yeah. That's mad, that. But yeah, I I don't really want to talk about Lil Mosey too much because I don't know the full accusations. I've heard it was like at a party or something and the woman had bruises and stuff and he was like, nah, it's not me. Yeah. So I, like, I don't want to give my verdicts. I feel like there isn't enough information to be like, oh, this is obviously this. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And same with Kodak Black. But I think uh... Kodak, man, he just loves prison, man. He just doesn't want to leave. He, he, oh it's like God, every time yeah. he gets out, he just wants to come back in. It's like, hey, 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 what other crimes can I cause to get myself back in the pen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my God, yeah. But Lil Mosey, Get him some more hype. Yeah, Lil Mosey, I will say though, I've heard that if he is convicted of these charges that I put against him, that he could um, be um, life sentenced. Apparently. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, actually, 
was, do you follow the Instagram page that's just rap? Yeah. Well, when they put it up on their store, on their feed, it was like Lil Mosey wanted for rape charge. The majority of the comments were like, oh, Lil Mosey wouldn't have done that. And then there was one comment that honestly got my nerves. It said, um, women need to stop making up these lies or something. Oh, my God. And I can't believe we're living in an age where men are still trying to um, belittle women's voices. I think that's the best way to put it. Because I feel like if it was another way around, if it was Lil Mosey accuses a woman of, they'll be like, oh, if this was the other way around. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's very uh, double standard. Yeah. That's the best way to put it, I think. I don't know. I just read that comment and it like angered me so much. It just shadows the actual victims that are, you know, uh, have, have been in those um, situations. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, it's like, like... Stop muting people's voices. I know. But then also, a lot of people ha- tend to have like trust issues, like, especially like, you know, with these influencers that, um, that go on and said that, you know, they've been, um, you know, sexually harassed by this guy or this other guy. And, uh, and then it turns out to be a lie. Uh, uh, then a lot of people on social media tend to have like, you know, these trust issues about, you know, or are they telling the truth or, or, or are they trying to like, you know, gain something out of it? But yeah, it, uh, it, honestly though, like you, yeah. you, you just you just can't come to that assumption that, you know, these girls might be lying about Lil Mosey's um, 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 what rape. I'm saying. You know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just wrong though. Cause you, you don't know, yeah. you, you don't know them. You, were you there when it happened? I thought exactly. so. I thought so. Like no one knows. What yeah. happened, but Lil Mosey and the girls or anyone else that were there at the party. Exactly. So uh yeah, to the fellow friends that are listening, I'm not saying Lil Mosey definitely did it. I'm not saying he definitely didn't do it. All I'm saying is don't disregard someone's accusations just because you thought you knew the person when you were just a fan. Yeah, exactly. I think we've all done it at one point. I did it once with Michael Jackson. But obviously we don't know the all evidence with that. I've heard a couple of things. Like one of the guys accused him for sexually assaulting him in the Netherlands train station or something. But actually the date he gave was two years before the train station was actually constructed. That was the argument I had right. for that certain one. But like, just because you think, just because you've heard the music and what they talk about in the songs, Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's definitely them as an actual person. Exactly. I think that's all I've got to say about that situation, to be honest. Yeah, same here, though. Like, I'm not going to speak on it further until we get more information out of it because I know this is going to be a long battle that, that they're going to go on yes. to because cause, cause, um, cases like these tend to, you know, um, they, they tend to last out a bit. So we're going to leave it out for <laughs> for another day until we get some more information out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's try and lighten up this podcast because so far we've talked about Black Lives Matter, COVID-19, uh, rape. It's all we want to hear now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it needs to be talked about, but like, you know, it this does, is a podcast. Yeah. It does. Trying to be, yeah. Next time, next episode will be 
a lot m- much more light-hearted. Oh, 100%. I'm gassed for these next uh, episodes, you know. I yeah. I can't wait to get people on, though. Like, we talked about Harry getting on. We, um, I, I talked about Zach um, coming on last episode. Yeah. I want to get all these people on. I just want to have a laugh. Just We've oh, got my brother coming on. We've got Table. We've got Ollie. <laughs> we have so many more other ideas for guests as well. But, oh, I'm just excited, man. Same. Do you know what we should do? We should do like a parody episode when we release our album and just be like, today we're here with Belittle Grafters. And then we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be quite funny. Oh, yeah. How are you um, doing? Are you, are you right there? Um, yeah, we just released an album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what we should call it? Season One Deluxe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're just taking the piss out of deluxe albums now, aren't it? Yeah, it's stupid. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, I've got a question for you. Oh boy, hit me. So, for those uh, that don't know, Brandon is a very, well, you, you're a very hardworking producer and you also rap on the side sometimes, right? That's right. So, I'm going to change the situation a bit up, actually. Say, say you're in like DJ Khaled's shoes, right? Say if you were signed to a record label, they came to you saying, we want you to create an album, maybe like 10 tracks long or something, but we want all of those tracks to have a different artist on. Who would you choose for features? For the features? Like a bucket list, yeah. Damn. Okay. Like all time. Yeah. We'll do... We'll do uh, We'll do like a couple bonuses, you know, like a deluxe bonus for dead artists. Yeah. But yeah, I want to know what you think because you're like the you're the man for features. So I think it'd be quite interesting to hear what you got to say about this. The 10 tracks, like I'll list all the features that I'm going to feature on this album. Oh, man. All right. So this is like a dream album yeah. produced by. And you can also have other producers as well as a feature if you want. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So, oh. my features list, going to have yes. Kendrick, Paul. Yes. They're the first two that come to my mind. Straight up. Then we're going to, oh, Kanye, I love to have Kanye, because Kanye is, oh, that'd be like, like, I can have him as either an artist or a producer, because he works. Exactly. So, um, the, I think I'd rather have him as a producer, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because, it, 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 boy, if you give Kanye a sample, and then he can flip <laughs> that shit. Yo, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. I just love, yeah, I love his production on there, man. Yeah. But um, DJ Premier, he, he, he's worked with a lot of um, artists back in the 90s, like Biggie. Mm. Yeah, he, he's, he's just a sick, sick producer. That's cool. I love to get, uh, I love to get Rihanna on there as well. Like, I've been talking about yeah. Rihanna, getting Rihanna. I love to get Rihanna. And, uh, yeah, 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 she's sick, man. She's sick. And then The uh, energy she brings, man. 100%. Um, how many did I list there? One, two, three, four. So we got Kendrick Cole, Kendrick Cole, Kanye, Kanye, DJ uh, Premier, Rihanna. That's five. Rihanna, that's five. I like to get Paul OG because he's my favorite artist at the moment as well. And actually, really, yeah, yeah, Paul OG's. Yeah, I feel like Paul OG is like this generation's rapper. Yeah, like the rapper right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I feel like you know. He takes time into his into his craft, and I respect what yeah. he's doing. I, I, I respect the, the work yeah. rate, so I, I definitely get him on there as well. 
Oh, yeah. So, Paul OG, um, I'd like to get, what did we get? Uh, it could be any artist, like UK, it can be yeah. whatever. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, I like to get a country artist if you nice. wanted. Oh, I, like, well, I like to be Fredo. Ooh, that's a good shout. Fredo, UK artist. He's sick. Love his flow. Um, Two more. Yeah, Young Ads. Uh, he's in D Blocky Europe. Um, yeah. Yeah, sick artist. Him. Um, and I like to get, I, I want to save this one for a producer, you know. Uh, okay. I'm surprised you haven't said Dre yet. I'm not going to lie. Dre. Yo, Dr. Dre, man. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, To Dre. be fair, if I was like, if I was to get like huge, like Kendrick Lamar kind of level huge, one of one of the things I would do is get you and Dre to do, produce a track for me. I'm not going to oh lie. Oh my God, man. Imagine if me and Dre produce a track. But I think there's like a, there's like a little, like it, like, what is it? Like a diagram. What is it? The two circles. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you do that Dre doesn't do and a lot of stuff that Dre does that you don't do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a little part that like beautifully crosses over. It's like old school 80s hip hop kind of vibes. I feel like you two would work so well together on stuff like that. I just can't imagine though like the dynamic between us. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like yeah. the UK Dr. Dre working with the real <laughs> Dr. Dre. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't going to put yeah. myself like that. Like, Right, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I might not say UK. I'd say Leeds. I think you're up there for producers. Just people don't know who you are. That's the only thing. Yeah, well, you just you need that recognition. I like to remain anonymous, I guess. You want to sit down and stay humble? Like Kendrick, yeah? <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, I'll tell you what. You have two bonus tracks on this album, right? Two, one of them... Is local artists from Leeds. You can pick like as many features as you want. And the other one is dead artists. Dead artists. Okay. Yeah, so like anyone that's dead. And you can have as many features as you want on these songs. Like you could have eight features if you wanted. Well, the first dead artist that comes to my mind is Biggie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you got Biggie and Pack on like a track, it would it would be pretty big. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, that'll be sick, honestly. Just to get... I I just like to get... I want to just have Biggie, you know, um, how he sounds on, like, modern um, modern music. Because he can work with it, definitely. Can you imagine, like, a, a Juice World and Biggie kind of track? That would work, you know. I can see that happening. I, th- I think it would really work. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, Biggie, he, he's, he's just chilled with his flow. And and you know what I mean? Like he doesn't he doesn't try when he's like mm. rapping, which which I actually respect for him. Yeah, he's so like relaxed and just you know what I mean? It's not it's not trying too hard, but in the lit, the lit you know what I mean? It all just works really well in how he did it. It's yeah, yeah, definitely impressive. It's sick, man. Yeah, so dead artist track. I feel like I should stop saying dead. Um um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Passed away artists. I'm trying to be respectful. The, the, uh, deceased artists. Deceased artists. That's the word I was looking for. I was like, there is a word. Yeah. Yeah, deceased artist track. So you've got Biggie. Anyone else? Biggie. Or would it just be Biggie? X. I think Biggie and X, right? 
I don't know. To them, I see them kind of like similar. Like really, in a se- yeah, in a sense though. Like even though X has got that raw, that raw sound, I feel like you know, I feel like Biggie and X can can work in some way because like X is just um you know it, 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 he's a diverse artist. Like he can work on like rock metal mm. tracks. He can work on you know some emotional type shit. So I feel like you know he could work on something with Biggie. Well, I would have paired it. It would either be Biggie and Juice or X and Pac. And I'm not saying X was the modern Pac. Don't come. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people say that, and a lot of people get death threats and stuff because they say stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, X will never live up to Pac. Like, yeah, we get your opinions Bro, strong. X is cool. Just X. Pac is Pac. Yeah, you know I mean, there's no comparison. Like, no matter their styles and their diverseness, I still feel like they would deliver on a track together. They would work really well together. Yeah. Both their voices, the lyric content, the flows. Like, if if Pac was like, right, we're just going to run, spit, X would be like, yeah, I'm down. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like, Juice World and Biggie, I just feel like that would be... Like, I'm surprised Juice World hasn't been, like, called the modern biggie or whatever do you know what i mean i mean so i know it's like biggie's biggie in so yeah but people like to make these comparisons nowadays i know so, but uh but they're all their own person though like you know what i mean like i don't like to throw these comparisons out usually but, yeah i don't either but it's just like you know obviously people want to the joy is though it's just nostalgia like a lot of people just like to um you know live off from nostalgia so when people um hear pack and biggie they're like oh they're the greatest rappers of all of all time and that sort of even though pack's be, pack's better than biggie because pack had more albums or biggie's better than pack because biggie lasted longer i don't know i've heard that one before yeah yeah but the, terrible argument no, 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 but when they're both, they're, but they're both good in their own way, though, and they're both like you know, they they both carved as legends in hip hop, and and they have been for like yeah nearly thirty years now, which is mad. It's like what Cole said in Middle Child, wasn't it? Is it like a they are like two legends cannot coexist, mm-hmm. whether it's in the music or in the living world? I think. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? We shouldn't have to pit people against each other. I know. Anyway, so you're saying Biggie and X, did Biggie you say? Biggie and X, yeah. But the, like, yeah. like, some people would be like, what? <laughs> Biggie and X? I, I think it would be an interesting dynamic to go through, honestly. They'll definitely listen. Tell oh, yeah. you that. Oh, yeah, they'll listen to it for sure. Because X, because X has a big name now. You know what I mean? And like... Yeah. You know, like, like he, he's like up there. Oh my! I've just R.I.P. D.M.X. as well. Shit, yeah. Oh, <sighs> completely forgot about that. Yeah, another another point as well. Um, rest in peace, D.M.X. Man, because yeah. these past few weeks have been tough for everyone in hip hop as well. Yes. Like, like it, everyone, even your mum, your your nan, will know who D.M.X. is. Like, yeah. the, 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 like um, he he's been going through a, a battle, a, a, a long a long a long drug battle, and then it just got the best of him, unfortunately, because he's been fighting demons inside his head, and those demons were just too much for him. But it's I really like when I first heard because we were out when we got the news as well. We were out just hanging out. We was literally out just, just yeah yeah. So on that day, 
um, for we was we having a photo shoot, and and then we just got the news that DMX um, just passed away, and we were we were all just just shocked. We we didn't we didn't think that this would happen, but it was a point I knew where it was it was it was over for him when the I reports think gonna say. yeah when the reports came out that he was um quote unquote brain dead. So at yeah. that point, it was just like he, he he has no conscious of his mind. So it's just like there's no there's no hope for him from what they're saying. So it's like yeah, people just like lost it at that point, but. When he had to announce his death. Yeah. yeah, like I know a lot of people that have lost uh, a family friend or a family member or a friend uh, in lockdown, whether it's COVID or not. Like whether you see it coming, like whether in hospital and you know it's the last couple of days, no matter what condition they are and you know it's going to happen, it'll always be a shock even if you can see it coming. Yeah. Uh, it's weird and I don't know why because it's like I don't know like when you see something coming and you're like like say if you're in a horror play you're watching a horror film and jumps going you're like ah sorry come here don't bother me but with death it's just like even if everyone is telling you it's gonna happen in the next hour or something and you know it is and you're telling you you know it but it still it happens and you're still there just like can't believe it though do you know what i mean yeah absolutely but, but it's just mad though still but yeah the rp to dmx still man uh, but like it, like he he has a big legacy in hip-hop a big legacy. Yeah. like <laughs> like like he's been carved as like you know an og legend because he he is he should be you know what i mean he's been in the game i think um yeah He's he's been and done yeah. it. Like his record for albums, like was it his first five albums or something? Mm-hmm. They like went number one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, all of them. Is that correct? Five? Is it the first five? I can't remember how many. The first five albums. Like that. That was a record. <laughs> I'm pretty certain, anyway. Yeah. But I think. Um, even for those people that only know like two of his songs, which I am actually one of those people, but I've heard I've heard some of his others, but I just like you know I can't name them or remember yeah. them. But I know he's one of the greatest, mm-hmm. and I think one video sums him up the best for knowing how loved and respected he was in the rap game. Have you seen that live video, like the video of him playing live at a concert? And it literally looks like he's playing a concert to the rest of the world. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Like, like the crowd is massive, like to the horizon. It's insane. Crazy though, man. The, the, like the amount of people he can bring together. Yeah, it's uh, mad, man. Yeah. But yeah, rest in peace to DMX. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like we should let's let's go back to <laughs> Trying to lighten up the mood again. Oh yeah, we just like we, we just lit up the mood and then we just turned it down just a bit. But yeah, yeah. But we had to we had to mention oh. that though, you know, especially it's, it's, yeah, definitely with parents, yeah, especially with us being um, hip hop artists. You know, what I mean, it just makes sense. But yeah, so you said Biggie, Biggie and X, and yeah. X. All right. So if uh, if a record label came to you, it's like, oh, the other bonus track is. We want you to get Leeds artists, like artists from Leeds. 
They can be singers, uh, rappers, producers. Who would you go for? Singers, rappers. I would go um, Maya Craig on the track. Um, she, she's a local artist from Leeds. She's up there. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe Raft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Maya Craig and yeah, Graf. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, was it an Instagram comment that Graf did? What he put something up about dropping a track for the first time since the rap game, and someone commented something, say, something like, um, "I'm still going to listen, but the hype's kind of dropped with you." And he replied with like, um, "I am the hype," <laughs> or something. Basically, like that's basically summed up what he said. But the way he put it was so cool. It's like, you know, when you read something, you're like, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, him. yeah. See if it's still on his Instagram page because it was like, I am the hype. <laughs> or like, I never lost hype. I've just been manifesting it or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Very, very graft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's insane no, as an artist. Though. I think he's brilliant. Oh, like, honestly, though, like a lot of people have just been like too, too impatient and they've just been trying to like, you know, not 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 seeping do you know what he's what he's trying to do because not everything has to you know come yeah. out straight away he has a strategy that he follows and you know he's following that 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 strategy plan on the on the, on you know Fuck. when he's releasing music or when he's going to do other things because he's doing a lot of things at the moment like like, like he's doing he's doing press he's doing interview and um, um, he's doing um newspaper um coverages and that you know what i mean he's doing a lot of that I've just found it. What's that? Oh, the comment. So, yeah, someone put, I rate you, but you've killed your hype by not releasing for ages. And he replied saying, my hype can't be killed because I'm in this forever. You'll quickly learn. (laughs) (laughs) He's so cool. That's true, though. Honestly, (laughs) that's true. Oh, I think, uh, Joe, I think would be an insane collab. Go on. Uh, I would say Mans and is it Cole LC? Mm-hmm. I think they would do something cool together. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what they're like. Because they they both can sing, they both can rap. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's mad still though. Like like we call LC right though. Like I've been seeing all like the comments that he's been getting and on all that. Like I think I mentioned this to you before about how he's a wannabe yeah. Justin Bieber and wannabe Ed no. Sheeran. It's like. Fam, <laughs> it, uh, I'll take that as a compliment because if 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 he's like a wannabe Justin Bieber or an Ed Sheeran, though, then he must be really good in it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's honestly stupid, though. But like, you know, he's doing his own thing, though, and he's not letting any 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 comments or negativity get 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 to him. So, yeah, man, though. and he's doing bits as well. Like, he's clapping with like he's, yeah. one of the big like big UK artists. Who is it that he was collabing with? Is Notes, it Dino? Notes, Dino. Yeah, um, he collaborated with one D. Wait, he's on. He's played at Leeds Fest, didn't he? That's yeah, he's playing at Leeds Fest, like um, with a lot of the big artists. Um, yeah. yeah, he's doing. Bits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's signed to a label, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, fair play to him. He's he's worked hard. He's done his bit. I think he's proven himself. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It's it's good for him as well because you know he's got a team backing him. Uh, he's got he's got the marketing campaign and everything, you know, to push his 
push his yeah. brand and his music out. Exactly. So yeah, he's doing he's doing good for himself, though, Amanda. But yeah, big things for Leeds. Tell you that one hundred percent. I honestly think when we finish our projects, when we when I finish my album, you finish your EP. Harry does his thing. Mans and the Prince do their things. And I genuinely think by that time we would have either not made a name for ourselves, but got ourselves out there at least. Mm-hmm. And either by then or after the next project, I think we'll start putting. I'm not saying it's just going to be us putting Leeds on what, but I think there's a lot of other artists in Leeds that I don't know and both, or both know and don't know, are doing bits. Yeah. Like it's very, I, I don't think I've heard like a Leeds artist and been like, how have they got this many views? It's, it's, this isn't good at all. I generally don't know. I don't remember thinking about that by mm-hmm. anyone. Like I have a lot of uh, hope and positive thoughts towards the Leeds rap game personally that's That's a good mindset to think about yeah I have a lot of hope yeah same here man same because because there is a lot of good talents coming out of it as well and there's a lot of talent that hasn't been discovered yet you know what I mean yeah like you don't know who's watching or listening to you out out there exactly there there could be a label there could be a manager there could be someone out there that could um, you know link it get you onto something and link it to the next person that could have connections to this person in the industry and that could you know give you a big opportunity to break out sort of thing and and give you more more support to push you further so there's always someone out there so for anyone out there that's listening and and like there's always going to be someone out there that's going to listen to you and that's all. If you make videos, if you make music, or if you do anything else, like push it, push your work out there on 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 the social media. Just push it out there because there's always going to be someone out there, regardless. That's going to pick up on you. That's my advice, anyway. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a matter of it's just right place, right time. Yeah. So yeah, like oh, I haven't told you this yet, and this this isn't even a scam. I know this for fact. I did my research. One time when I like, it was like the first, like I just finished writing Still Grieving. For those that don't know, Still Grieving was the first song I ever released. Uh, it was like three years ago, 20, 28, 2018, 17, something like that. Longer than I remember. Hmm. But me and my mate and his girl were outside of Sainsbury's car park and there was this like Canadian guy just chatting away. Hmm. And he came up to us like, yo, can we just chat and he's, he was like the nicest guy I swear on. Um, and he was telling us how he's like doing this festival in Bradford and it's like lots of people lots of artists go and stuff and he was telling us about his cousin mm-hmm. and he had like proof everything of pictures with his cousin and this other artist yeah. that his cousin had worked mm-hmm. with and he was like give me a number and we'll talk but I kind of lost the number oh. and guess who the artist was go on Chance the Rapper. Oh my God. Are you know, Quavo. Mm. So at the time I was like, oh yeah, I know he's really big. That's kind of cool. But at the time I wasn't too sure rap was definitely what I wanted to do. And I, I was like, mm, Chance the Rapper, not too sure. But now I know a lot about Chance the Rapper. I'm fully invested in this music thing. Can you imagine? Honestly, man. I still think about that day and I have so much. That's like, 
You know, when someone says, do you have any regrets? That would be the one thing I would oh, say. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, or the, like, like the Linkwood Chance, the rapper, like out, out of anyone, that's, that's huge. That's huge, man. And you know who put Chance the Rapper on the map as well? Childish Gambino. That's crazy. And a lot of you know how I feel about that. Oh, yeah. All of us know how you feel about Childish Gambino. Oh, it's so frustrating. I, don't, I haven't really told anyone that because I'm kind of embarrassed on how clumsy I was with that. Nah, that's, that's oh. crazy though, still. That's, that's honestly crazy. That just, that, that oh. just happens like that. <laughs> You're mad. But yeah. you know what though? He was the nicest guy as well. Yeah, but, but there's always going to be another opportunity that's going to swing by. So you, you you ain't missed out on like the big thing. There's always going to be something else coming there. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's mad still, man. Honestly, oh, I can't I can't believe I've never told you that story. I can't believe you're telling me this oh, now. Man. I know. I, I feel so. I just remember that. That's the. But yeah, for those that are listening, that's the perfect example of. Right place, wrong time. But if you get the right place, right time is Italian, French kiss, or whatever you yeah. call it. Chef kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's oh, the yeah. uh, uh, But yeah, I think, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get our right place, right time. We'll get our chance to rap. Oh, 100%. <laughs> You've got to work hard, man. Mad. Hard work, man. Exactly. <sighs> oh, no. So, have we got anything else to... <laughs> put down on the list or are we just about done? I think we're pretty much done. I think we've been talking for like two hours maybe. Oh, mad. I don't even know if we've been talking that yeah. long. But... Yeah. So we, we, we could like, yeah, we can sort of clean it up in the edit. But for now, I think it's time to say goodbye, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, that sounds good, man. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see you in like two months. <laughs> <laughs> two months, man. Like, you're gonna let everyone wait that long? We got. Can you imagine? It takes us like two years to finish the first. Oh season. my god, no, man! <laughs> Better late than never, I suppose. But yeah. Also, before we leave, I, me and Brandon, want to say a huge shout out to everyone that supported the first episode. Oh yeah, the support on the first episode was insane because um, we didn't expect yeah. to get this many impressions and downloads coming through. Like, when I last... How many did we get in the end? In total, when I checked it, we had 41 downloads, which I thought was mad. Like... I checked last, I think it was yesterday, we had like 45. Jeez, we got four more since then. Wow. Like, I, I went in thinking, oh, we'll only get like 15 max. 45. That is insane. Shout out to you. Yeah, bro. shout out to everyone that's that's tuned into our podcast, man, because we got so much more that we want to cover cover on. Like this is only the start. We haven't even this is we haven't start. even like got off to what we want to do yet. <laughs> so there's so much that we want to do, man. But yeah, this is our first things first. Welcome to, with the EP now. Welcome yeah, to, 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 to. <laughs> Yeah, we can't drop that. We can't, we can't, we can't release that. Not yet, not yet, uh, not yet. It'll, it'll soon, soon come though. EP coming soon. We'll get that. We've been saying that for like the past twenty years. I know, I know. But we're work, we're working extremely hard on our project. We yeah. want it to be like, like re- really good. Yeah, we don't have yes men, so it's a lot uh, easier to figure out what's right. And exactly, what's wrong. though. <laughs> And I only have two more songs to finish writing for on my album. So that's that's that, which is amazing. An amazing feeling. Mm, definitely. 
but we're not we're not partying yet we're not done yet we'll get there yeah for sure like the, like do you know what we should have as well when we release our projects like we should just have the we, we should just have the party for it like an after party i say release party we should throw a party like the night that it drops mm-hmm. and everyone that's there we play the ep like a couple hours before oh yeah like we get the VIPs. The VIPs will just be everyone that's been involved, like production, writers, just everything. Yeah. Um, and then just invite everyone that we actually care about. So if you're not invited, we don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. Um, me also, Brandon and I really want to do a documentary surrounding this uh, journey of our first. A little grafters project and everything mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll get that done as well it'll come soon it'll come soon don't worry about it you lot we've also got to do music videos we've also got to finish my album do my music videos yep. and... <laughs> oh it's just uh but we won't say too much though like we're gonna we're gonna leave it for another time but yeah that's all we're gonna say but yeah shout out to all of you lot that have been supportive we hope you keep it up and we hope you keep enjoying what we have to say about random subjects mm, and who knows and please please don't take our opinions too seriously because this is just us being us yeah so yeah thank you for tuning in oh and we'll see you lot in, in the next episode yes and remember our dms are always open for those that are suffering with mental health problems damn straight hell yeah anyway we'll see you in episode three Hopefully in like a week or so, but we can't guarantee it. (laughs) All right, sweet.